The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas, and welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Once again, it's my honor to welcome back my good friend, Steve. Steve, welcome to the show. How's it going? Well, we had a fantastic day in L.A. today. It was uh, 82 degrees and sunshine and uh, just, you know, even even by L.A. standards, it was an unusually warm uh, late February day, but uh, made for a nice walk during lunchtime today. So uh, took a break from watching uh, Brighton versus Crystal Palace. It's warm, man. I mean, now all of a sudden, yeah, last week, this whole area where I'm at was frozen, and now it's warm. It's gone. It's completely thawed. It's like it never happened. But the effect, but the you know the aftermath effects are still high. But it, 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 it's a tough it's a tough re- recovery process here in Texas. Nah, no doubt. Yeah. But I'm glad that glad at least you and your family are doing okay, Alex. Yeah, we're okay. Thank you very much for your prayers and everybody who sent their prayers out to me. I really appreciate that, y'all. But anyway. Good. Uh, another week of uh, EPL. You know, l- last week we weren't able to do our usual, you know, predictions. But this would have been another week where we probably would have gotten half right and half wrong. But we're going to get started. We'll go ahead and start with Wolverhampton and Leeds United. Yeah, this is one that uh, I would have had wrong because this is what I thought Leeds going into it would would win. But uh, you know, Wolves their last four games uh three wins and a draw in their last four games so you know wolves have actually been playing pretty well for the for their last four games and they're actually climbing up a bit in the standings wolverhampton really needed to win you know but wolverhampton still sitting at 11th but leads uh, kind of dropped a little bit even more but uh leads you know now with 10 wins and 12 losses you know they're they're not too far from the relegation zone, but they're still in decent position. But you know Leeds United, not really uh, not really good with her to be. But now that brings us to Southampton and Chelsea. Well, yeah, I definitely would have gotten this one wrong. I would have picked Chelsea to get the win here, but they still they still are remaining undefeated uh, under Thomas Tuchel. Uh, Mount. Gets a, he converts on a penalty for Chelsea after uh, Minamino gave Southampton the early lead. Uh, he had fantastic ball f- 
from uh, Nathan Redman. And uh, Chelsea still undefeated on Thomas Tuchel. And Chelsea, who not that long ago, they were mid-table. Now, all of a sudden, they're in fourth, which is the the, the last Champions League spot. So, uh, you know, they continue to be up. Uh, Minamino, uh, he's continuing his stellar play as a Liverpool fan. I wish he would have been able to show some of this good play that he's done since he's been to Southampton while he was wearing a Liverpool shirt. But, you know, that's just the type of season it's been for Liverpool. Um, yeah, Actually, Chelsea's actually sitting at fifth. Believe it or not, West Ham United is actually sitting at fourth. That's <laughs> right. They leapfrogged, they leapfrogged them with uh, their win against Tottenham. Yes. And... It's, you know, West Ham, you know, went two to one against Tottenham. I, I swear to God, I swear to God, it's unbelievable. West Ham all of a sudden is in the top four, okay? And not only that, but they are they are only four point four points away from Manchester United and Leicester, who, who are second and third, okay? So, for West Ham to be there, I, I never would have saw this coming. 13 wins and six losses. Goals from Antonio, and another goal from Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard, since coming over from Man U, he's been lights out uh, for the Hammers since he's been there. I mean, this has been one really good acquisition. I mean, for West Ham, he's helping them win and who knows, maybe even get a European spot. Uh, And then uh, Jesse Lingard, I mean, he's probably – going to help himself as far as where he lands and then if uh, Man U decides to sell him if he's playing this well he's going to earn Man U quite a bit more money if they end up selling him but I don't know why you would want to sell him I mean he's playing just really really well well if Man U's offered a good deal in exchange and of course it would not be it would be unwise for them to just simply ignore it but at the same time it, it might be it might be beneficial for them to keep Jesse Lingard, so it's gonna come to the point where you know got a decision to make. But regardless, there's probably gonna be consequences either way. I mean, either way, it's probably a risk. Well, and for the people that are writing off West Ham, I mean, David Moy is their manager. He has said that his team still hasn't hit top gear. So all things considered, he still thinks that his guys can do better. Uh, for Tottenham, Bale and Son, they both hit the woodwork in the second half, so uh, Tottenham crashed down again. But uh, the other notable thing for David Moy is this was his first ever win as a coach going head-to-head against Jose Mourinho. But, uh, but it'll be interesting for West Ham. Their next four matches, they get to play both Manchester clubs, Leeds and Arsenal. So it's particularly uh, tricky uh, next four matches in the EPL for West Ham. And like you said, based on the words of David Moyes, basically he's basically telling the world, "You haven't seen anything yet." <laughs> I mean, so far, I mean, this team is winning, but yeah, he might be right. This may just be the beginning of, of a magical ride, which hopefully, God willing, could last for several years. I mean, it, it's been so long since we've seen West Ham as one of the was one of the best teams in the Premier League. I mean, personally, I don't remember the last time they were this. They were like at this. Uh, at this year, that they were able to, you know, to make it in the in the top four. I've never seen it. I mean, I I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember them, even with the current format of uh, the EPL getting four Champions League spots. I do not ever remember West Ham finishing in the top four. So it's it's been an awfully long time since they've played European ball. So that's 
you know, quite a carrot on the stick for West Ham. Well, there's a saying, there's a first time for everything, so maybe, maybe, just maybe, West Ham United will qualify for the Champions League next year. However, that remains to be seen. But now that takes us to, sorry Steve, Liverpool and Everton. Well, the fun just keeps coming for Liverpool. This is Everton's first ever win at Anfield since 1999. So think of how many games that's been. It's been their first win of any type against Liverpool, I want to say since 2010. Um, And they played... Really, really well. You got to give got to give the the boys in blue credit. Uh, they were up early in the third minute. Uh, Richarlson gets a phenomenal dish from James Rodriguez, the Colombian international. Perfect through ball that Richarlson cashes in on uh, beats Allison Becker. Uh, Liverpool is fairly wasteful with some of their chances. And then a late foul in the game that Sigurdsson converts the penalty on it for, for Everton. And it's a, it's a very huge win. Liverpool sitting in sixth place. I mean, forget winning the league. At this point, I mean, they're actually starting to see a little bit of daylight between themselves and the fourth place team right now. So... At, at the rate that Liverpool's playing, I mean, they may not even have any type of European ball, and that includes Europa League, because that comes with the fifth-place spot. They're out of both of the cup competitions, so they're not going to be able to qualify for Europe via either the League Cup or the FA Cup. The only real chance of uh, hardware that Liverpool's going to have this year is if they can win the Champions League, and quite frankly... Uh, with all their struggles, they've now lost four games in a row at Anfield. So, uh, I mean, I think I, we won't talk too much about the Champions League, but for the return leg that Leipzig is going to have in uh, at Anfield here in a little over a week, uh, they shouldn't be too intimidated, given all the trouble that Liverpool is having at home right now and just is generally having, period. It's it's just unbelievable. It, it is, it's actually, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is only the third time in club history where Liverpool has lost four consecutive games in EPL play. I think the only times that were that have been done so, I think one one time it was in 2002, and I believe the other one was in 93 or 92. It was definitely in the early 90s. I know that. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's it's been quite the while, and uh, you know, there's it's just really an awful, awful season. And then to add to Liverpool's fun where they've had so many injuries in their defensive back, Jordan Henderson, who's been playing, uh, been compelled to have to play uh, central defense, he gets hurt and he leaves the game against Everton. I haven't seen any report as far as how long Henderson is due to be out, but, you know, the it just it just seems to keep going from bad to worse for the Reds. Unbelievable. I mean, Everton beats Liverpool at Anfield for the first time since September 1999. I mean, that, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, just uh, nothing nothing much else you can say. I mean, it's a team that's in free fall. It's, 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 it's a shame, really, but, you know, and if, if it ends uh, 
like you said, in a little over a week, uh, in the return leg of round of 16 uh, against RP Leipzig, I mean, this is certainly going to be a year to remember, but it won't be for the it won't be for the better. But no, well, I mean, whatever happens, happens, and I guess best thing we'll do we'll say it like it is, and, ju- and then just move on. Midlands Derby, Aston Villa hosting Leicester City. Foxes get the two to one win on the road at Villa Park in Birmingham. Goals from uh, Madison, <coughs> excuse me, and Barnes. So uh, Leicester City, they're still staying in the top four. They're staying fairly much neck and neck with uh, Man U. So uh, another one of the unfancied, non-big money clubs, Leicester City, you know, they're still staying in the the European spots. And uh, uh, Brendan Rodgers, in comparing his squad from this year to last year, where they really faded down the stretch and they had been in the Champions League spots almost the entire year, and then they just faded at the very end to, to miss out and have to settle for the Europa Cup. But he finds that there's a greater calmness this season compared to last season's squad. But um, still, really good win for the Foxes uh, to get over in Birmingham. It is, and unfortunately for Aston Villa, Jack Grealish apparently picked up an injury. Yeah, I'd heard about that. Um, for Leicester City, <laughs> Madison, uh, he's been involved in eight Leicester City goals in, the, in his last nine appearances with the club. So Madison still playing very, very good ball for the Foxes. Well, Leicester City really giving Manchester United a really tough time. I mean, Leicester City is not going away, and Manchester United's upcoming schedule is is pretty brutal. Manchester United, you know, picking up the win against Newcastle. At first... uh, after Marcus Rashford, you know, scored in the thirtieth minute, and six minutes later, Newcastle would equalize. I thought I thought it was just going to be another game that's that's either going to end in a draw or Newcastle. It's probably going to be one-one, and then it, and then in injury time, Newcastle's going to pull it off, and then boom, Manchester United just starts dropping like flies, and the humiliation just continues. Sam Maxim has scored a really good goal for Newcastle. He's been by far and away Newcastle's best player, but now the Fox. Now uh, the Magpies now find themselves getting drawn into a bit of a relegation fight. They're now in 17th split, 17th spot. I believe now they're only a mere four points ahead of Fulham. Speaking of Newcastle, uh, weren't weren't they like uh, when then they find themselves out of the relegation zone just a few years ago? I think in twenty fourteen or thirteen. Yeah, they they were just barely able to to stay out of it and. Um, you know, it's it's a club that should be a a big club. It's got great support and all that, but uh, they're really struggling this year. Man U with the goals from Rashford, James, uh, and Fernandez on a penalty. Um, but um, but for Man U, this is only their second win in their last six matches. They've gone through kind of a little bit of a period where they've been treading water. Uh, for Newcastle. Uh, they're drowning and getting thrown an anchor. That's eight losses in ten games for Steve Bruce's men. Um, but yeah, but at this point right now, I I believe Man U is now ten points in back of City. Exactly, and as far as Manchester City goes, forget about it. There's there's no way, there's there's no way they relinquish it at this point. I mean, there's no way 
that they go on a losing streak while Manchester United goes on a winning streak. That's going to last that long. Even if Manchester loses maybe one or two games, Man U probably doesn't have a chance to catch up anyway. Well, City also, they got De Bruyne back. So he was in the lineup against Arsenal. Uh, was a game that I think that uh, City dominated a bit more than the, the 0-1 scoreline would indicate. Raheem Sterling with a goal in the second minute. He gets a really nice cross from Mores, uh the Algerian. And uh, for not a really big guy, Sterling's got some hops. He got up in the air and he cashed in on his header. Uh, the one thing that a lot of people aren't really talking about with Manchester City, I mean, it's real easy to, you know, because goals are sexy and all that stuff too. And they do have a lot of offensive firepower. But, uh, but still, this is their 23rd clean sheet of the season. It is the most of any team of any of the top five European leagues. 11th straight away win for City. Uh, Saka for uh, Arsenal showed some uh, flashes of brilliance, but um, at, at the end, though, uh, City keeps the clean sheet, and um, Arsenal has now lost eight straight matches to Manchester City, who is now City unbeaten in their past 25 games. They're 23 or excuse me, 22-3 and three in all competitions combined. I mean, give City credit. They've been playing great. They played great without De Bruyne. Now he's back in the lineup. I mean, they haven't lost a game since November 21st. I mean, not only was De Bruyne absent, but Sergio Aguero as well. Yeah. And, um, I mean, they're just... I mean, this is a team that theoretically could win a quadruple this is a team that I I think they should be considered heavy favorites in the League Cup final against Tottenham. They're in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Uh, and we've talked about it a little bit. I think in the Champions League, I think if there's one team in this final group of 16 in the Champions League that can possibly dethrone this formidable Bayern Munich team, I think City's got... The, the defense and uh, the offensive firepower, I think I think they could give Bayern Munich a really, really tough time. If it's somehow Bayern Munich and Man City in the final, I mean, that would be huge. Yeah, it would be huge. But for right now, you know, there's, there's nobody in the EPL that's stopping them right now. No, and just honestly, no nobody can stop them. Manchester City, I, I just expect them to win it out, and yeah, Man U would would just be lucky to finish in second. But that's there is a possibility that that couldn't happen. That that, that may not happen either because Man, Man U's schedule, upcoming schedule, the next few weeks is it's brutal, and including next week's game, which we'll get to in a little bit. But last game to cover would be Brighton and Crystal Palace. This is a game, if you ever have heard the old adage that life isn't fair, well, soccer sometimes is not fair either. Um, Brighton was absolutely dominant in this game. Uh, 25 shots on goal. That's shots on goal. Not 25 attempts. 25 shots on goal. Uh, Crystal Palace, two shots on goal. Both of the shots go in for goals. And they're both fantastic goals on top of it. Uh, the first one from uh, Jean-Philippe Mateta uh, 
cross in from Ayu, uh, and Matata almost does a pirouette in the process of back heeling and wrong footing the goaltender to just score one of the cheekiest little back heel goals you'll ever see. The uh, Dutchman Veltman ties it up for Brighton, and uh, they're pressing for the win at the end of the game. Uh, Crystal Palace, who um, they take uh, Mateta out of the game, and then they put Veneca, uh, 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 excuse me, um, into the game in stoppage time. Scores in the fifth minute of stoppage time off just a fantastic volley on a ball that's crossed into the box from Townsend. Beautiful volley. Um, total snatch and grab win for Crystal Palace, who now has climbed up to 13th place, uh, Brighton down to 16th. But um, just an incredible performance, and especially, too, when you consider that Crystal Palace is missing, you know, arguably their best player, Luis Saha. Crystal Palace in 13th place, but the one I keep climbing to stay away from the relegation zone because Brighton's close to it. Well, they're dropping down, and Fulham, all of a sudden, you know, a few weeks back, I really didn't think Fulham had a prayer, but um, they get a goal from Lookman in a relegation battle against Sheffield United. Uh, Fulham, they've taken seven points from their last three games. Uh, Alphonse Ariola gets a great stop at the end of the game against Stevens to hold on to all three points for Fulham. But uh, now all of a sudden Fulham is, you know, showing s- some signs of life that, you know, they, they they shouldn't be written off just yet as they will definitely make the drop. I mean, they're really uh, playing some good ball the, the last month. If Fulham manages to stay out of the relegation zone and finishes in the season out of it, that'll be considered a huge success. Oh, be huge! Yeah. No, no question about it. Yeah. And, and then, um, and they'll still deserve credit for it. I mean, a lot of people are going to say, "Well, they didn't win anything." Like, well, it's been a long time since they've been here in the top flight. So, and they manage, you know, they they managed to stay in it after you know one year. So, got to give them that. I mean, they're not they're not a huge club, so you know, we, well, we can't we, we can't you know throw them under the bus. Well, then another game with relegation implications, Burnley and West Brom. Sterile, 0-0 zero to zero draw. Um, I think these two teams could have played 180 minutes, and I don't think either one of them was going to be able to score. Um, if any of you actually sat and watched this match, I feel sorry for you. Uh, it was it was not a fun watch, so... Um, but uh, the less said about this match, the better. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, what? I mean, honestly, what is there to say about this match? I mean, nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> but, but anyway, so now that we've wrapped up the, our uh, recap of match day tw- twenty-five, it's now time to preview match day twenty-six, and we'll go ahead and start with Manchester City and West Ham. It's definitely an interesting game, but it's definitely a game that you and I won't be watching because it is at six thirty in the morning. Yeah, the four thirty my time game. No, don't plan on watching that. <laughs> but I think West Ham's still gonna put up a fight, but I have Man City winning two to one. Yeah, I think I think City wins this one. 
to be honest, I don't even see West Ham getting a goal. I think I think Man City keeps another clean sheet. Um, West Brom, Brighton, another one of these matches that with uh, relegation implications. Um, you know, Brighton looks so good today in a losing effort. Uh, I think Brighton goes up to the Hawthorns and they get the win at West Brom. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, Brighton gets it one nothing. Leeds hosting Aston Villa, lots of potential offensive fireworks at this time. I think if Grealish is not playing with Villa, I think Leeds takes this one at Ellen Park. Well, yeah, without Grealish, yeah, but Leeds United can certainly take this one at home. Yeah, Leeds, give me Leeds United. Newcastle now reaching a point where they need to stop the slide, and now they're hosting a very resurgent Wolverhampton. So the Wolves are going to make the trip up to Northern England to play at St. James's Park. This is one I, I see a 1-1 draw in this one. Well, a 1-1 draw would certainly be good for Newcastle, but it certainly wouldn't give them much help because they're just ranked so low. And Wolverhampton in 11th, and Wolverhampton's you know really trying to somehow find a way if they can jump over Arsenal and then possibly be, be over Tottenham. But I think a 1-1 draw is... Is, is most uh, realistic. Crystal Palace hosting Fulham. This one is actually going to be a little bit more of an intriguing game than uh, at first blush. I I think Fulham's been playing so well their their last four, three, four games. I think they've got a real shot against Crystal Palace, who Roy Hodgson's guys just have to thank the soccer gods for doing them a solid in picking up the win today against Brighton. But I think Fulham takes this one on the road. Yeah. Well, Fulham, Fulham's been playing respectively, and I, I think you know after after this after this this week, you know, we we might see Fulham might, might finally crawl out of that hole, out of the relegation hole. Leicester City hosting Arsenal. I think Brendan Rodgers guys take this one against the Gunners at home. Well, Arsenal really hasn't been doing well. I mean, not long ago they kind of turned it around, but it's 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 basically what I feared. I mean, Arsenal turns it around, but it's going to be a situation to where they say, "Well, it was fun while it lasted." But yeah, give me Leicester City. Spurs host Burnley. Uh, Tottenham's really overdue for a good game. I think they'll get healthy against Burnley. Yeah, I guess yeah. Tottenham wins it, but yeah, Tottenham does win it. Yeah, but you know, like you said. Long overdue for a comfortable win. I think they get it this weekend. Most intriguing matchup of the weekend by far, Chelsea and Man U. Um, Chelsea, of course, now has been playing great under Thomas Tuchel. Uh, Man U has been kind of up and down a little bit their last five games. Um, I But Man U has also been so good on the road, too. I mean, that's it's the, it's the one thing that makes me think you know, there's a part of me that's edging for Man U, but I just think right now Chelsea's playing well. And then I think the one thing that should be a little bit concerning for American soccer fans is that since Thomas Tuchel has taken over at Chelsea, uh, Christian Pulisic is not seeing any playing time, virtually virtually zero playing time since Tuchel has taken over. So uh, you have to wonder if the American if he may even get lent out 
somewhere by Chelsea after this season or if they may end up selling them. But all of a sudden, and 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 part of it, unfortunately, though, too, is uh, Pulisic, he hasn't really performed well. I mean, he's been injured a lot, but then when he's been out on the field, he really hasn't produced. So it's it, it's such a... It's such a dog eat dog world in the in the EPL, and your your place in the starting lineup is never never assured. But I'm I'm actually going to take Chelsea in this one on Sunday. Yeah. I go. I'm going with Chelsea too. I think Chelsea wins two to, two to nothing. Man, you still got a lot of problems on defense, you know. And David De Gea, just every every time you know he's on the pitch. I mean, I, I don't know if, if it's going to be a clumsy blunder or if he's just going to. Do his best and, and just not be able to, you know, make the save. But I know that Manu has a habit of making mistakes. You know, they'll tr- take the chances but not get it done. But Chelsea's been doing well. But I, th- I think Chelsea takes this one at home. And the last game on Sunday, you talk about a tale of two very desperate teams for two different reasons. Sheffield United, uh, pretty firmly in the relegation zone. Liverpool has to make the trip over to South Yorkshire. Uh, to play the Blades, Liverpool desperately needs three points. They just to try to even stay up close, just to stay within striking distance of the of that fourth Champions League spot. Liverpool absolutely needs this game. Um, I think they'll win, but there's just the part of me that feels like nothing has come easy to this club. And, you know, let's not forget, Sheffield United has also defeated Man U, which is something that Liverpool has not been able to do this year. So I think Liverpool wins, but my fingers are crossed. Well, I'll go with Liverpool, but reasonably, with how things go, I think Liverpool wins, but with a solo goal. Okay, and then the Monday game. Everton and Southampton. Well, Everton's coming off a huge win against Liverpool, and as we mentioned, their first win at Anfield since 1999. You know, Everton's form at Goodison Park at times has been kind of up and down, and there's a part of me that wonders uh, if Everton may suffer a little bit of an emotional letdown after that huge win against their hated rivals from uh Across the mercy side, I think Everton wins this game, but um, you know we'll, we'll just have to see. But it was certainly certainly a huge win for Carlo Ancelotti and his players to finally get that that weight off their back of finally uh, getting a getting a win against the old enemy. Yeah. Well, we'll go with uh, Ever Everton, but if Southampton pulls it off, well. Like you said, an emotional breakdown. Hmm. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Steve, thank you very much for coming back on, and I can't wait to have you on again. Good to talk to you. Have a good rest of your week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.